Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Kosovo. Today we are on episode 20. But a quick reminder, make sure you uh, subscribe to us. And you also give us a rating and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us under the at Kosovo podcast handle. Yeah, do all that shit that Rudy just told you to do. Um, so let's do a quick recap on last week's episode. We spoke about our experiences with, like, racism, right? So. Yeah. As you knew, I got some great comments on how we handled that conversation because we spoke about it. But, uh, you know, it, it gives me a lot of relief because, you know, how I was really nervous. You know how nervous I was with that subject. So I couldn't tell that, honestly. Really? Yeah, really? I, I mean, I could have sworn you I got, even told you. You got, like, really upset when I was telling my stories and, like, you're throwing stuff behind the mic and everything. I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> no, I mean, I really was. I just, you know, as I mentioned in the, in the episode when we spoke about it, I just want to make sure that I do right by the subject, right? Like, like, obviously, it's a very sensitive subject, yeah. so um, we want to do right by it. We want to make sure that when we speak about our experiences, we speak about it in a sensitive way. Um, obviously, it was our own experiences that we spoke about uh, with a little bit of, you know, I know my sister's, uh, I spoke about what she dealt with. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if you haven't heard that episode, it's a really great episode. Um, we just kind of touch on, you know, a very important subject as a, as a reminder. So on this week's episode, we are going to be talking about how much things have changed for us since COVID happened. And so the reason we're obviously speaking about that is because we just hit the one year mark since COVID, right? Yeah, it's which is been, crazy. It's been a it's been a whole ass year, and uh, it has been a whole ass year. And then I was thinking about this earlier before we started recording. I know we're on episode twenty, and if you think about it, we started this podcast midway through the pandemic. We did, yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm no math magician here, but uh, there's fifty two <laughs> weeks in a year, and we're on episode twenty. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, stupid COVID. I hate him. <laughs> um, but it's crazy. Things shut down when? I think. Uh, March. At least here in Dallas, things shut down. Oh, I flew back to Dallas March 12th to 13th, and uh, yeah. the shutdown didn't happen until like two days later, about the 4th, right. 15th or 16th, I think. Right, and then obviously the entire world shut down too. Mm-hmm. But it's been a year since the world got flipped upside down. We were all like, oh no, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was definitely, I don't remember much besides the fact that we went out with a bang before everything closed down. Yeah, I know know we've talked about this. Your group of friends, my group of friends, and we fucked it up before COVID. Yeah, I know we've talked, I think we've talked about the story. Literally the night before. Yeah, um, I remember my friends wanted to do Sunday Funday like one last time to close out, you know, this whole pandemic thing or yeah, whatever we we were there were so many rumors mm-hmm. going around that everything was going to close down that the government was going to step in and they were going to send the uh, i think like fema mm-hmm. to like come like enforce curfews and, and all this there stuff there was some talk about martial law too yeah martial well. law i remember mm-hmm. that too i mean it was like people were here in texas people was, were buying up guns and ammo everywhere well, remember that was the one thing that people were waiting in lines for mm-hmm. before well, covid had that shut and down that everything and fucking toilet paper oh that my toilet god toilet paper obviously we, everyone if you, knew about if you that. went out there and bought like shopping carts full of toilet paper i hate you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had to wipe my ass with fucking leaves like socks <laughs> so, so many ruined socks so like let, let me ask you a question joe yeah where do you remember the where you were at the exact moment that the the president called it a pandemic and shut everything down did he ever call it a pandemic yeah, he did Trump, he did. Yeah, you know, he denied it even while it was going on. Swear to God, he did. (laughs) I don't even know if he knows what the word means. I don't know if he recognizes what pandemic actually means. No, it's it's. I don't remember where I was at for that. Mm -hmm. What I do remember was when Greg Abbott 
who I also equally hate, mm-hmm. was um, <laughs> was addressing this the state of Texas. And I remember that I was at my mom's house, and it was Sunday, so it was like family day or whatever. And or no, it was Monday. I don't know. It was like I remember being there. Was it the weekend? I was it, it the, was... the day after or two days after? Yeah, because did we fuck bar? it up on a Saturday night? Saturday, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So it was a Sunday because mm-hmm. it was Sunday. Sunday family. Sunday was like family day for us, and so I remember I am kind of like laying on the couch, hungover, and, <laughs> and I'm watching everything. One does on a Sunday. Does on a Sunday, and uh, and I remember just like laying there watching him announce everything and like work was closing and all that and i remember just being like oh i'm so hungover like, am i still getting paid for this i'm tomorrow? like wait what happened <laughs> like you know <laughs> so i do remember that mm-hmm. but i don't remember the address from trump i don't remember that because i know i don't think i watched it for me like let me paint a picture here <laughs> i was in chicago mm-hmm. when all this was going on i was there for work and for me like work had already slowed down not because of the pandemic only because scheduling with my the team that i was working under mm-hmm. wasn't going well um so i remember having dinner i was trying to watch a, a basketball game i was at tgi fridays first of all you watch a you watch basketball yeah that's news to me i didn't realize I, when have not once have we ever watched a basketball game together? Yes, we have. Oh, yeah, we watched. Yeah, the, with uh, your cousin Danny and all. Right. So, fuck you, right. first of all. <laughs> so, uh, like I was saying, I was right, watching I a basketball back. game uh, while eating dinner at your, you know, your local uh, TGI Fridays in Chicago. You just go to the best restaurant sometimes. <laughs> like, fucking, what was it, Applebee's for your birthday? Applebee's for my birthday. Oh, God. TGI just, Fridays before oh, the pandemic. I love your taste. And uh, I remember I couldn't even focus on the game because everyone was talking about this is the last game. It, it, there's going to be no more basketball games for a while. And the news ticker kept saying, coronavirus, pandemic, mm-hmm. SARS. Like all, all these messages, I'm like, I don't want to see this while I'm eating dinner. So I remember I finished my dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking dare they. <laughs> <laughs> I go I go back home to the hotel or whatever, walk over back across the street. And the next day, you know, I, I wake up just like I'm going to work. I didn't know if I was going to go to work or not just because my schedule was blank. <clears throat> right. So I was like, let me shower, get ready, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I get an email or a text message from my boss just saying, hey, hold tight. Don't leave your hotel yet. We're, mm-hmm. we're, gonna, we're waiting on something. I didn't know they were waiting on the address from the from President Trump. Okay. And once he announces the words pandemic, uh, U.S. shutdown, mm-hmm. all that good stuff, my phone starts going crazy with emails, text messages from the home office in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And the last email I received was, hey, uh, turn in your, uh, your company vehicle, go to the warehouse, do an inventory, take everything out of the box trucks, turn that in, get the first flight back home to Dallas. I was like, okay, cool. So I do all that, you know fly back home two days later chicago midway airport shuts down completely no flights coming in or out wow i'm like oh damn i got out of there just in time meanwhile we're yeah. fucking it up over here at sweet bar on saturday no seriously right <laughs> and then sunday you know we're trying to do sunday fun day but i was mm-hmm. like no i'm good so we end up doing dinner by monday yeah i was sitting on the couch not doing a damn thing and i think for me where it became a reality was the fact that my boss had told us hey just hang tight at home this was in march in June, we're going to pick back up and we're going to go back out there and start up the summer and this and that. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, cool. So I go out to dinner with friends. They're in the same industry as I am. And they're like, well, he's like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, no, we're going to go back out in March. I mean, mm-hmm. in June, we'll be fine. You're thinking, yeah. Yeah. And You're like, it's not going to, we'll be all yeah, right. It's fine. It, and I, now Fast that I think, now that I think about one it. One year later. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> that I think about it, I see my Facebook memories coming up from last year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, don't let the media scare you. It, this is all a hoax. I was one of those people. 
this oh, isn't God, real. You blame the media for it. Yeah, that? I did. I and I look back on it, I was like, oh, such an idiot. You know, that is something that we are going to discuss in one episode mm-hmm. is, is speaking about the media and how, how they engine. portray news and things like that. Because although, yes, they want to spy things. You know what? We'll talk about it then. <laughs> I don't want to get into it because I have a lot to say. I, I, I support the media. Mm-hmm. And so, well, your degrees in media broadcasting, yeah, obviously, yes. Yeah. So there, there is a lot more in-depth knowledge that I feel mm-hmm. like I have compared to somebody who's. And I consider that's going to be an interesting citizen. topic. But I want to talk to you about this off the podcast because yeah. I want to, I want to have a conversation with you on that. Right. So, so anyway, back so to the story, tuned, guys. <laughs> back to the story. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, we're going to go out in June. My friend, he's like, "What are you talking about in June? This is going to be around for a good while. We're mm-hmm. done for the year." Yeah. I was like, "No, we're not done for the year. I got." bills to pay i gotta keep working my friend that one (laughs) yeah and he's like and i asked my friend i said well what are you gonna do he's like i'm going back home to clean i'm gonna you know lay low and figure Mm -hmm. out what i'm gonna do next he's like i suggest you do the same like hopefully you saved enough money to last you for the whole year because we're not gonna be working for a year he was right yeah i took a whole year off because there's nothing in my industry baba vanga right there (laughs) i was like no that's not his name (laughs) what's that again (laughs) that's where i was like, a year ago i was like so oblivious like oh this is a yeah. media scare or whatever it's understandably like, so though because we've never been in a situation like this right i feel like even the people i mean yes but this was like fucking decades decades ago and so like you and i and our generation like we haven't really experienced something like this. And, you know, but the point of this episode is to, you know, discuss just how, you know, different uh, we are since COVID happened, right? So not necessarily talking about like COVID itself, but just how it's impacted our lives since it happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as in how we are now then that we're getting to the other side of this long fucking tunnel of a hot mess that has been COVID. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great way for us to reflect on just how different we are as people and just how much our lives in general have changed since it all happened, right? Um, I am... <coughs> I am by no means the same person that I was a year ago. I can see that. And, and that is a big thing to say. Um, I feel like ideally people don't really change that much in a year unless something dramatic happens to somebody, right? Right. I feel like... Yeah, you know, like if, if you're, I feel like it's different to say if you're the same person that you were 10 years ago, then you're not growing as a, as a person, right? But to say if you're not the same person that you, if you're a different person than you were a year ago, then like, you know, that's, that's different. It may, it hits different, I think, because a year is, yes, there's 365 days a year. A lot can happen a year. But again, those are usually drastic, dramatic uh, situations that, shape someone's life and so therefore they're different but uh, we all have been impacted oh, yeah. by this one year mm-hmm. so it's crazy because we are all impact since we're we were all impacted we're all not in the same like boat or ship and if you were or if you are you're one of the lucky few right yeah definitely you know? if, if your family or your circle has not been impacted by it definitely definitely lucky i say that because i mean you know my story um at first, I didn't take this whole COVID thing serious until it started affecting my immediate family. Like I have had right. family members, members get died. sick. I had two family member, two family members that passed away from COVID. Right early, actually, like it was in uh, yeah, April. it was like prime COVID, yeah. like when everything was. And happening. I know one of them, I couldn't. I we didn't go to the funeral just because it was so like serious. They didn't to, allow you to. 
Uh, the you, they didn't allow home. you to go into the funeral home, but they uh-huh. allowed you to do the the burial. Yeah, and I remember I saw it. I think I was talking to you while I was watching it on while I was streaming. Right, there were so many people there. I'm like, ugh, like I was nervous, just anxious, just watching it. Right, from a, like you know, from from my iPad or whatever. Yeah, so COVID obviously left its mark on the world in a way that really tested us. I think as human beings, you know what I mean. Um, it it definitely brought out people's true colors, honestly. It it did. I mean, and it it could go. I mean, whether it was your relationships with people, your mental health, or your just your day to day life, like it really truly impacted uh, everyone in a, in a specific way. And so, a year later, let's just recap, just on some highlights of what's happened since COVID happened. Trump is no longer president. That's a big one. The Capitol in DC was invaded by <laughs> supremacists. Uh, we have our first women women VP, Kamala Harris. Uh, Texas, where we live in, um, has just recently opened up again, which in my opinion is a mistake not to have done it in phases. Um, and the COVID vaccine is finally out and available for civilians. So a lot has happened. And I want to touch on the Texas opening up. Pick one, pick one. Texas, o- <laughs> Texas opening one, my yeah. opening up because... I know I have friends and family that live outside of Texas. Right. And they're all like, oh, I'm going to Texas because everything's open. I can go mm-hmm. to the gym. I can go to the club. I can do this. I can do that. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. I mean, you, us living here in Dallas. Yeah. Everywhere you go, they still require you to wear a mask. They do. They majority. Usually. The, usually. Yeah, majority of the businesses that we, that we go to or support, they still practice social distancing. They right. still do 50% mm-hmm. capacity. I don't think I've been to one establishment that allows you to walk in without mm-hmm. a mask and have not, you know, not have anyone tell you anything. Right. I think everywhere we've been, it's just, it's the same as, you know, before this whole mandate got lifted. Yeah. So, like, if you want to come to Texas and think you're going to party, go crazy, it's like, I mean. I mean, you can you still c- party, mm-hmm. I think. But I think what is important and we're going to touch on this a little later in the episode but i think what's really important is to take into consideration is that that's stupid it it is yeah (laughs) like plain and simple like i get it people have different different perspectives on the way that they choose to handle situations some people you have those people who don't care Mm mm-hmm and those, those people, people I to, tend to consider as like selfish, more selfish individuals. Mm-hmm. And if they want to go ahead and do it, then okay, they want to go ahead and do it. But then you have those people who are not selfish. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there is a, there is a difference. Um, and I don't necessarily support the idea, as I've said already, mm-hmm. about opening up. At least not in phases. I think it was really dumb to just say, hey, on March 10th or whatever, we're going to open everything up. To 100%, per ca- 100% capacity. Yeah, no like, mass. Period. like not even like phases. Like, and it, and it's I am just, glad that some of these businesses are like, no, we're not opening up. I, I applaud yeah, the fact that they are standing by. You're so right. You're so right. And it's because, and think about it, these are businesses. Like they're all suffering. They're all suffering. And, but at the same time, they also understand the that their their safety as a business it matters and it's not just about money i mean this is an entire community that's been i mean in the entire world that has been affected by it and there is one business i am going to call out right here right now uh-huh. one you know we and i have both been there mm-hmm. uh the truck yard here in dallas mm, yeah 
it's it is very hypocritical to what they announced on their social media pages mm-hmm. saying oh we're going to 100 capacity you do not need to wear your mask however our staff will still wear their mask it's so it, dumb it's it's a slap in the face is what it's it like, is do you even know how covid works it's like here's you're at 100 capacity but i'm wearing a mask so i'm not gonna get infected i was like that's not how it that's works not at how all it works so literally you're like just you now you just sound like an idiot mm-hmm. like at that point right but i don't know i just you know and i know we're probably going to get some backlash when it comes to this and again it it's just a matter of how you view the situation but i think that um there's definitely a difference between being careless and and giving a shit right Correct, and i yeah. think like that you're you're on either side either side um so when it comes to the, the vaccine, I did want to talk about that. I just got my first dose, and you know, I know you got your first dose mm-hmm. uh, the other day, um, which I feel like is it's going to be like a yearly flu shot. And I, I know agree. we've had that conversation. I know you and I have spoken about that. We feel like it's just kind of bound to happen. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, people don't understand. I've had a couple of people come up to me. Well, you know, the flu shot, it's not mandatory. I was like, I get that. The flu mm-hmm. shot is not mandatory. It's not. Anymore. Highly recommended. At one point when the flu was killing thousands of millions of people back yeah. then, it was mandatory. Mm-hmm. And our, we, we developed a vaccine. People took it. Now we're somewhat quote-unquote immune to flu to the flu i've never had it right but i, I don't also don't get the vaccine not because i don't believe in it it's just because mm-hmm. i just don't get it just because i don't feel i, I want to get it okay um now the covid vaccine it's really loud mm-hmm. so started a statement where i can like cut it off and begin so i don't get the uh, flu vaccine just because i i just don't i mean uh, it's not something because of what's in it or whatever i no conspiracy thing or whatever it's, i just don't get it for whatever i don't know you I just don't, don't wait are you telling me that you don't believe that the government is putting a tracking chip into your arm when they you get the flu shot do you have a smartphone you're already being tracked bitch i know right that's <laughs> what i'm saying like who are you kidding yeah and I, I'm, I'm like and then for the covid vaccine from day one i've been waiting to get it i've signed up as soon as like there was available and people oh you know what goes in it it's like no but i mean neither do you google's not going to tell you every single thing do you know it. what goes into any vaccine that exactly. you've ever gotten mm-hmm. first I mean, of all i'm like bitch you eat at mcdonald's and you're worried about a COVID <laughs> vaccine. <laughs> no, seriously, but it's it is kind of you know again to each your own because I am all about the um, you know my body my choice you know scenario. But if you're gonna specifically want to question when it comes to like a vaccine that's supposed to help you and supposed to decrease you know uh, other people getting it and what have you, then okay, then let's have that conversation. Like right, millions if not billions of money. Fund of funding went mm-hmm. into this vaccine to make right. sure a population is still around to support, you know, the U.S. government or whatever. Yeah, they're not going to create a vaccine to kill you off or to inject you with something that's going to give you side effects years later and then kill you off. I yeah. mean, I mean, again, like it, it, it hasn't been years later, so I guess it's easier said than done to like not worry about mm-hmm. what's going to happen in ten years from now because you've had that vaccine. But um, we are we have to think about the now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so obviously right now it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're totally right. Like, I, yeah, there's there's people that 
you know, didn't even want to get it. I know. And now they're like... They're waiting in line to get they're it They're like getting it or whatever because it's kind of like, ooh, mm, I kind of mm-hmm. probably should get it and whatever. And then people are talking about like, oh, the side effects, the side effects this, you get this and this. I was like, okay, that's fine. You know what's the worst side effect? Mm-hmm. Death from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say, uh, you know, I got the vaccine and mm-hmm. and not and i got sick yeah as did know? i yeah and and i know you did too so it's like you know obviously but it's kind of like one of just it's just one of those things where i just i just have this gut feeling that it's gonna be like our next mm-hmm. flu shot and like for me like i was you know more concerned with my parents getting it first so i was going all these avenues to try to get them registered and as soon as they got their vaccine first I was okay okay good they got their first mm-hmm. dose i need to find out where i'm gonna get mine i was signing up in counties oh man those lines are ridiculous yeah those lines three hours to get the first dose gosh and i'm like if you guys are listening by the way try to i'm just gonna warn them real quick because your parents both went to go get their vaccine at fair park Mm -hmm. here in texas and don't, don't get me wrong it was good it was organized very well. Of course, but the fact yeah. there's so many people. But the going. thing is that there is so many people that are getting it that it, the line was a three-hour wait. It mm-hmm. was crazy. Um, I got mine. If you are a barely, um, barely, Baylor. a barely, a Baylor Scott and White patient, as in like your doctor works for Baylor, I got mine through Baylor, and that line for me to do that was a thirty-minute in and out scenario so i was just just throwing that out yeah. there you know try to see what your your doctor can do for you because it's probably the best case scenario in that situation because dccd or sorry yeah dallas county no no i'm thinking dallas county community college dc <laughs> dchhs sorry i'm so used to because i went to, to Brook, <laughs> not a, Brook, dallas, dallas, county Youth, uh, dallas county health and human services yeah so they they actually um they have a million, I mean, I mean, think Tons. about Dallas County. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of people trying to just get the vaccine via Dallas. So, yeah. So just, you know, just throwing that out there, definitely look at your options because there are, there are options. There are different yeah. ways that you can get your And then I know for, for me, we talked about this. Um, and also we got Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah Pfizer. we got Pfizer. I know when we spoke about it, I was registering myself in Denton, Fort Worth, Arlington, and I was willing to drive an hour or two to just rail. to get huh? Marble Falls. Because <laughs> like, like, I was El just, I was just that anxious to get it, I just know. because I did not. Honestly, seen, you were doing the most. Well, I've seen, you were doing I've the seen most. how people, how people, when they get COVID, how the sickness affects your body. I was like, shit, I yeah. don't want to go through that. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, totally. Like my my entire family got sick from it. I mean, it was. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's a real issue. It's a real thing. I mean, it's scary. Um, but again, so one of the so I want to talk about the changes that we've experienced mm-hmm. you and I during this you know during this time. I mean, it, this was you know over a little over a year ago. So it's it's been crazy. Um, one of the biggest things that in my life that I wanted to discuss that's changed is my circle. There is someone in my life that. I thought would be in my life as a friend for the rest of my life. And he's no longer going to be in my life anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's weird how friendships have been tested in this way. And it's not just me. I know you've experienced experienced it as well. Mm -hmm. And just the other night we had one of your homegirls come over and you, her, you and her had like a heart to heart Mm -hmm. about how, how, you know, you guys have, you know, been through this and that. And 
I, I saw a tweet too the other day and it just it reminded me of y'all's situation and my situation but like it, it, the, this girl said you know what if you whatever happened if we didn't keep in touch last year if we weren't able to do this and that together if, if we didn't do the whatever I I'm not even mad at you because last year was fucking crazy for all of us right yeah and so you guys were talking about it there there was a one point when you guys were having this conversation and i interjected and i was like can y'all just fucking get over it like i get it you went you handle it differently she handled it differently who cares you guys are here now yeah you guys are here now you guys care about each other and love each other so much so that you guys know that at the end of the day if you need something or she needs something and you guys call each other up and you're like hey ho or, or she's like <laughs> sup bitch or whatever yeah. however you guys talk to each other because that's how i talk to my friends um <laughs> but at the end of the day you guys know that you guys will have each other's backs and that's what's important because if if that was in the case she would not have been there that yeah. day you know and this was last week that we did this so it's like you know yes friendships were tested absolutely oh yeah and you know and i wish i could say the same about that one friend but you know things happen and then you do you kind of realize like i guess it's good to know who at the end of the day that person could be for me right like yeah. who i can call and be there for me at the end of the, at the end of the day so well, i don't know did you have anything to add to that because i know you guys <laughs> no no I, I agree because like yeah she she is you know one of my best friends and everything and and you know we, we took a uh break from hanging out as as a lot of people did i mean a lot I of mean, my we close, all kind of had to yeah we forced to and like my best friend albert i mean yeah granted he lives like fucking in oklahoma I mean, that's his fault he moved to like <laughs> fucking hour away willingly yeah and even nice though, like, house, though. Well, like just to you know for my birthday i think i told you about this like i remember um waking up and there's a knock on my front door like at eight in the morning jehovah witnesses <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't you guys there's a them, them okay I'm not, I'm i told you this <laughs> at eight in the morning there's a bottle of johnny walker black green label for my birthday i'm like oh shit mm-hmm. it's like kind of early in the morning to be drinking but i mean fuck it i'm down oh and uh God, you fucking would <laughs> and he texts me hey i saw you got the bottle yeah i mean it's it's little things like that that keep your friendship alive and at times when you can't physically like hang out with them for mm-hmm. health reasons health concerns or whatever yeah so, no i mean it, it, yeah i mean we've all learned to manage our friendships in mm-hmm. very different ways i yeah. mean no doubt about it um and it does suck you know i think it is what it is um it's it's that you know it's just COVID happened yeah you know it was unprecedented um and i'm speaking from personal experience obviously it gave me the time to really think about and dwell on my entire life right my entire life decisions friendships included you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and so i really started to think about what in my life was working and what wasn't i mean it went about i think i think i I think it was like a three solid months where i was just at home not doing anything i mean like i was just literally in the house for three months meanwhile you see me over here somewhere partying it up and fucking seriously (laughs) i was but i was so depressed i was like in this really dark place i mean i would sleep during the day and stay up at night super late watching tv shows or playing video games like sometimes until five or six in the morning just wasting time and it was such a weird time to be alive such a weird time like 
I mean, literally, and, and it was like you were almost mourning the life that you used to have because here you were living whatever life you had going on, doing whatever the fuck you were doing with your career, your school, your family, your friends, your relationship, whatever, what have you. But then all of a sudden, literally overnight, it fucking stopped. Yeah. Overnight, it literally was just you were left with whatever you were left with in, in your home and everything just stopped. So it was like, in a way, we were left mourning for the life that we used to have, you know? Yeah. And that's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> it was I, tough. And it, I, it was tough for me. And you think about it, like, how would people cope with a situation like this before the internet? I mean, we have streaming services, mm -hmm. information at our fingertips. You oh can, my gosh, yes. I mean, can you imagine in the night? man yeah. can never. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's an inter it's interesting too because I feel like your experience and my experience were so different. Yeah, I know we talked about this a couple um, times. We have, yeah, we have. But for you, it was like a long ass slumber party, yeah. like you mentioned, uh, where you were with your friend Josh and your sister coming over, and y'all would just get lit. Meanwhile, and, and I know people. I'm over here depressed and contemplating <laughs> on my life and shit. And and like, <laughs> don't get me don't get me wrong. I did get shit from that because people were like, "Oh, it's not a party, and this and that." I was like, "Well, first of all, these are people that are in my household." And my, you were with every day. Yeah, my sister, your granted, she was working from home, and she'd come over, and back home, she wasn't partying. Josh was... Well, was yeah, but here. you guys were also quarantined. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, people, like, people, yeah. people were like, oh, that was a time when people were judging other people People jumped most. to conclusions really fast yeah. at that time. And I would I would hang on my parents' front yard. And, you know, my parents, they have, like, a nice little front yard patio set up, a nice little fountain, whatever. Yeah. And I would take a little Snapchat with coffee or my drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, you need to stay home. We could go into restaurants. I was like what are you talking about? I am at home. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry. My parents' house is nice. <laughs> well, the front it's yard. Because you were like in the front yard with, it's because your parents have a water fountain. Mm -hmm. And so that would fuck somebody up. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, you're at a fucking restaurant doing like in the patio or some shit. Yeah. But really it's just an, like a fucking water fountain near your yeah. front yard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I did realize though, during this time of, reflection as i guess I, it's the only way i can put it um <laughs> that i was missing out on a lot of things that i enjoyed doing in 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 my life and i wasn't giving myself the chance to truly live my life in a way that i thought was satisfying and to truly live your life right um i know that with everything that i've been through in the past year it's definitely shaped the way that i view life the way i view myself and the way i view people um so what does that mean you know uh so when i say the way i view life i mean it's short life is short and before covid i didn't think about that uh, there was you know here there were thousands of people dying from a virus that could catch up to any one of us at any given time and you wouldn't know how it would affect you and that was a scary thought so it really just made me realize how important it, it is to live every minute without holding yourself back from true and reasonable happiness so uh, yeah, I'm just, I guess for me, that's how I started kind of like really thinking and dwelling on things. I, I don't know. How did you feel during that time? Honestly, for me, because of my family. Did it change any since COVID happened? Uh, my life, it did because I had to think twice about what you were doing, what right? I was doing, where I was going, who was going to be there, how many people were going to be there. Yeah, because yeah. Of my parents mostly had I been living alone by myself. Yeah, I, I was gonna go to every. I would go to every party. What that's just me being me because I, I'm so I'm a social person. But the fact that 
Not because you're socially pressuring yourself to do it, but because you just want to do. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm. It's just I don't know if you got the reference. That goes back to our one of yeah. our <laughs> other episodes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> for me, like, yeah, it changed. I had to think twice about where I was going to go, who was going to be there, and I had to think about, you know, are the people that are going to be there have they gone out to other parties? Have they gone out to clubs? Have they done stuff? So definitely, it it uh made it makes you think more about what you're doing and i guess that's for me it got very real when my two family two family members passed away because i mean you know it got for me that's when i was like well that's like i was like well literally uh, a first-hand experience yeah of, i mean of that's like COVID direct yeah i was like whoa this shit is for real and i remember when uh my my uncle slash cousin passed away from it you know i was in the living room and i heard my parents on the phone whatever yeah and I sit down in the living room, and they're telling me, oh, so-and-so passed away from the XYZ, from COVID or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this is this is real. It's making its way through, yeah. like, the community, through the, the family. And, like, right. and, and then, yeah, like, that's all great. And that's, I mean, not great. No, not great. I'm so sorry. <laughs> let me, re- hold on. I Let me retract what I just said. That is, is why, what I meant, what I was trying to say was it's great that you realized that it was real. Mm-hmm. But what I was trying to ask was, how did it impact you personally? Okay, oh, obviously really? it yeah. impacted you from your fa- from a mm-hmm. family perspective because you you had to make decisions. Yeah, based I had on to make decisions parents, on. But you internally, how did that make you feel? How did it affect you and your life in that way? Because I was contemplating on my life dis- decisions. You know, mm-hmm. like were you doing the same, or were you thinking about your career? I mean, were you thinking about? What were you thinking about or dwelling on during that time? Um, I wasn't thinking about my career because at that point, (laughs) (laughs) at that point, honestly, I wasn't thinking about my career because I, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about my, I'm thinking about first my family, my mom and dad, that that's my main concern at the Mm -hmm. time, you know, when all this is is at its peak. So is that, is there a question kind of? No, I guess I was just trying (laughs) to hit that nerve, you know, I'm trying to get in deep in there in that. I don't Cold like, heart of yours. I don't like the way you're looking at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me, um, it's making me okay. really uncomfortable. <laughs> so I did want to, you know, uh, say that when I, when I, I want to address that when I say the way I view myself, that's also changed for me. And so maybe, I don't know if you get some a little inspo based on what I'm about to say, but I'm talking about how I didn't realize how much of myself I wasn't allowing to experience life. Okay, and I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past in some of the episodes, but I'm talking about how I didn't realize how much I wasn't really allowing myself to do. So I've kind of touched on this again in the past, but the Joel before COVID would have never gone hiking at Zion National Park, right? He would have been worried so damn much about money. He would have been worried so much about making sure that every aspect of his life was in order and perfectly composed. I can't say necessarily that i'm not that same person anymore but what i guess what i'm saying is that you know the joel i once knew is allowing himself to experience his life in a more adventurous way you know what i mean like yeah. i didn't do that before i just <laughs> it wasn't in it, it, it wasn't engraved in my system so like who the fuck hikes for fun right like that's what i would think right <laughs> you know that's that's what joel that joel would have said but not the new joel the new joel you know is like you know, let's fuck it up. Let's fuck this hike up. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. I've never heard you say that. Um, first of all, I was really living my best life at Zion National Park. So I don't even know why you're coming at me. Right I've now. never heard you say, you want to fuck up this hike, bro? 
Okay, well, I would never say that. That's probably why. <laughs> I, pre- I probably would be like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> With a hand clap here and there. I know, I know. But, um, you know, how do you view yourself? Do you think that you've grown as a person since, um, you know, it changed maybe like in a bad way? Like maybe you fell into a bad habit? Um, I slow down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because before all, before this whole COVID thing happened, I was very on the go, moving around, you know, city to city, going, checking stuff out, whatever. Mm-hmm. So COVID forced me to sit down, you know, take a nap here and there and just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like stop. Well, that's good though. Yeah. For me, it's good. It was, it's, it was a really big well, eye opener for me. And I think it's crazy that you say that because it kind of contradicts what you were saying before. Which was when you were saying that you were on autopilot, mm-hmm. right? So here you are, this person that's on autopilot, and now you're being forced to like kind of like stop that autopilot mm-hmm. and really just kind of like chill. And, and I guess for me, because I I adapt to different I guess environments. Uh, I guess uh, yeah, right? I, I adapt to environment different environments, and not many people have that you know that luxury to be able to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, I have some friends that they just, they freak out when stuff doesn't go according to according plan. According to plan, yeah. Me. Yeah, and they just... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't do that. I just kind of like, I'm like, all right, cool, this happened. All right, let's make the best of it. Let's see what happens, whatever. Let's open up a bottle and just have, you know, you know hang out. Fuck it up. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. And, and But, you know, you were, you were forced to kind of like put things on pause yeah. and just kind of like take a moment to relax. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, in a way, you know, you were you were kind of experiencing life in a different way than yeah. you have in, in many years, right? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so now let me tell you about that part where I mentioned how I view people. Y'all selfish, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> like, this whole state opening up, back up effortlessly is crazy to me. By the way, if y'all hear planes... <laughs> We're on the flight path. We're literally on a flight path. We're like right next airport. to Lefield Airport. So I do apologize if you've heard it before. We've never addressed it, but I think it's kind of like, yeah, we're like right here. So just just a heads up. Um, but anyway, I was saying like, you know, this whole state opening back up so effortlessly, effortlessly is crazy to me. I think it's a mistake. And, and we kind of touched mm-hmm. on this earlier, but I think it is a mistake. I mean, here you have countries like Europe who've opened up with procedures and shit in place and they're closing down again because cases are spiking because of it. So I don't know. Texas, Texas was like, it's been a year. It's been long enough. We good. Uh, I just personally think that it's just, it's not the smartest way to go about this. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are. on. No, that. I agree. I mean, I get that we have to have, we have to go back to some sort of normalcy. Normalcy, yeah. But I mean, like, wait until everyone's vaccinated, yeah, bro. at least. Like, I mean, I know I, I've, I troll Reddit nonstop all the uh, time. And yeah. articles, that that old. <laughs> <laughs> articles that I come across are saying that 20 to 25% of Texans have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still got a long way to go. I mean, yeah, and we do. Yeah, uh, I also read other articles that we should reach herd immunity, quote unquote, by this summer, June. I've or heard July. so much about herd immunity, though. Mm-hmm. At this point, that I'm like, ah, it's blurry. Now, I will say this. I mean, I, I, dis- I don't watch the news just because it's always bad news and it's always the same thing, repetitive over and over. Right. But one thing that I have noticed when I'm walking by, my parents are watching that propaganda, is that <laughs> cases are down. Are you trying me right now? <laughs> <laughs> like I know in the summer, cases were like. 1,000 new cases, 2,000 new cases, 2,500 new cases. Now it's like 
100 cases 200 cases 120 it's it's gone down a significant amount mm-hmm. to where i get where abbott is coming from i don't support it or i can, uh, i get where he's coming from as far as he wants to open anything up again i mm-hmm. do not support his decision whatsoever i would support his decision because i do get it i get it businesses have to get mm-hmm. back to some sense of normalcy of course they're suffering. I don't have a business. I feel like if I had a business, I probably would feel the same way. But my thing is like, do it in a way that feels more caring, in a way that feels more appropriate, in a way that feels more reasonable. Instead of being like, it's like he literally went from like zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do real that. Quick. You know, I, real quick. Real quick. Real quick. I had to. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 it to me. It just doesn't make sense to do it like that. But what about what about like? changing the topic a little bit yeah. what, what what about work what's going on with your job i mean have you gone back to work since a year later now or? um no i mean well yes yes and no. so <laughs> <laughs> my career has definitely changed um in the beginning of last year i was in radio as you know mm-hmm. um then during covid i wasn't really doing anything career move wise as you know as well <laughs> um the one thing just because i couldn't obviously yeah. um but we did start cosa well yeah so you're welcome um (laughs) that was the one great thing that came out of this whole shithole um but yeah i'm now i'm in the marketing world so you are doing what you do right you're going Mm -hmm. on tour as we've kind of we spoke about last week uh, in that episode and now i'm actually in your career Mm -hmm. field which is crazy i didn't see that as a thing for me but um yeah i worked my first um contract and that i enjoyed it i worked at my first job in your career was me being a manager yeah your first job and you were a manager and yeah. i told all the people that are in are in the industry well i told Josh, that you my yeah friend, that i, I know like, yeah yeah and i was like you know i was like i was in the industry for about almost uh probably a mo- a year mm-hmm. and then i got offered a management position mm-hmm. you were like straight out the bat manager like, of the bat manager fucker. because they fucking know you know what i'm saying oh yeah <laughs> my referral had nothing to do with that huh? i mean you definitely coached me it helped a lot but yeah, no yeah it, it you know it definitely I, but i knew i could do it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's about confidence and of course you didn't have that what i had which was you having somebody to like yeah. coach me and be like oh I like, this blind. is all it is blah 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 you know and so for me i'm like oh i can fucking do that and some you know so yeah i mean new opportunities are, are kind of rolling in and now I'm getting kind of like uh, an interest when it comes to like a tour job, which is what you're doing, mm-hmm. but a different one, a different contract. Yeah. And they're interested in having me on board. So it's just, it's been crazy. Definitely. Absolutely. Career-wise, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And But that's just, it comes the, the with what's it, happened. It's, I mean, it, it like, comes with what's happened. You're young. You have time to figure it out. I will, I'll say it was not my goal. Like, to be where you're at, mm-hmm. it wasn't. My right. goal was to, like, be working at the Kick Riding Morning Show and fucking that up, mm-hmm. you know? But COVID just, it just completely shaped And, like, for you, like, life. you went from working in your your line of industry for radio yeah. and everything to you shifted over to my industry, to marketing, right. versus people in the Which industry. I do enjoy. I'm not yeah. saying I don't enjoy it. It's, the, the people, then there's people that work worked in the marketing industry that shifted, shifted to, to a different career to a nine to five office which is job crazy because not yeah. everyone was as lucky as you were to just kind of take wait, a break wait it out and just kind of like you know people's you know it, it's it's a real world thing i mean people's money people's savings started running out and they're like i gotta do something i gotta yeah. make money versus like f- me and a couple of my friends we were fortunate enough to just save our pennies or save our money and just kind of you know wait right. it out 
Right. So, um, yeah, what I will say is, you know, I did want to mention just to keep moving forward was that another cool thing, for example, is just how, how, you know, for example, for us, another thing that's been impacted in our lives is traveling. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to Puerto Rico and old Joe would never allow his flight to go through the fucking <laughs> triangle, just saying, but, <laughs> but I probably would have been like, you know, guess I'm not going to Puerto Rico. Oh, well. Sorry, it is what it Bermuda is. Triangle? Bermuda Triangle. No, can, we go, can we go around? Or yeah, Bermuda we... Triangle. Three hundred and fifty-six cases of missing airplanes. Joel Zero. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but it is. In, it's insane too, though, how we have to get tested to go to Puerto Rico. Because mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be in that in that situation to have to travel to a U.S. territory, and my nose fucking hurts now <laughs> we've done like so many covid tests so many just COVID to tests. make sure that we can get out of we've the done like airport. what i think about like four yeah we have we still have one more tomorrow we have one more to do tomorrow <laughs> uh, just to make sure that we qualify to be there without quarantining yeah and in case you're wondering all four have come back negative <laughs> hopefully no they have all four have come back negative oh no two. we two have them yeah. we start we're still waiting on two results mm-hmm. so Cross your fingers, yeah. <laughs> it's weird though. I feel bad for the people who don't believe in vaccines too. I did want to mention because, but yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm all about, as I said earlier, the, you know, my body, my choice movement when it comes to vaccines. But I also get why the vaccine is important. And so the shitty part is that it puts limits onto you when it comes to traveling too. Now, mm-hmm. you know, like some there. I know you, we spoke about how there are places that are you know requesting that you have a the vaccine completely like first and second dose in order to be able to go to that whatever place you're trying to go to um but yeah i was talking to a buddy of mine literally just yesterday and shout out to my friend alex reyes he lives in italy near venice and his experience was way different than what we experience here in the states Mm -hmm. and i never thought about it and you know and he and he during that time was just like going through a lot because he had like a newborn and then he ended up having another baby so i'm like dude stop <laughs> like, like it's he, fucking, he's younger than you are aren't you oh yeah Is he's he? younger than me um and i'm like you know but for me i'm like dude like you're like going through it's not the best time to have the kid yeah you knew nine months before that what was happening. Don't fucking play. Well, I mean, then again, you have you got you got these. <laughs> but people you do have nothing but time. So yeah, like, you have all these people are that are do? quarantined with each other, <laughs> couples and whatnot. I mean, you're like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and baby number two. Uh, so, um, no, but they, you know, he was telling me how they couldn't leave the city where they were in, mm-hmm. and they were on full lockdowns with curfews in place. They could only travel to and from work, the hospital and grocery store, and that was pretty much it. You know, um, so it was definitely a lot more strict and a lot more difficult to do anything. Um, and according to him, it still is. So, um, you know, he's all like, man, I miss the States. I wish I could go back. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. But, you know, he's jealous of the fact that it's so much more lenient over here, which is not necessarily a good thing. It's not. I've spoken to a couple of my friends, uh, one of which who lives in Peru and another friend that lives in Spain. Yeah. And they see, like, my social media, and they're like, y'all are out and about? I was like, well, yeah. And it's interesting, because I asked them. Because we could go to restaurants. Yeah, and they still can't. They can't. And I asked them, I was like, what what is the media telling you guys about the states, uh, about the U.S. and COVID? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's a U.S. uh, virus. I'm like, what? What? That's what I got. That's what they told me. I was like, that's far from the truth. At least because according to Trump, it's the China. Virus. Yeah, it was it originated in Wuhan, China, which is wrong. And they're Stupid. saying it's a U.S. I'm sorry, virus. I'm a lot more blunt today. I don't know if I, I'm just gonna say it. 
I'm drunk. <laughs> like, I'm... <laughs> you... Okay, it was my mistake. I told you to go get the bottle of wine, mm -hmm. and I haven't ate since, like, 12 p.m. So... I'm feeling this like fourth glass mm -hmm. of wine that I've been having. Uh -huh. So that's why I'm being a little bit more blunt. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt what great conversation. <laughs> well, no, we so I'll say like they, they said that their media is telling them mm -hmm. that COVID is a that's U.S. Crazy. engineered virus. So I'm crazy. like, no, it's like we're telling. We're, I mean, we, we're not helping, but yeah, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> they see us going out to like dining in. They see pictures mm -hmm. of people out here in the States going to like parties and clubs and bars and like yeah. are y'all not scared of you i was like well i mean i don't know i i, I can't speak for everybody but i mean i don't know it, it's I, it, it was an interesting it's an interesting time it's an interesting conversation to have with people from other countries no yeah and, and i will say like at the same time though we can't live our lives in fear mm -hmm. um obviously covid is around and so yes we have to do our part and we have to you know social distance and wear our mask and i'm not going to complain when it comes to cdc right. guidelines but uh, uh you know that's on one hand and on the other hand though at this you know we can't necessarily stop living life mm -hmm. you know there there has to be at some point some sort of normalcy again i get it but I'm not saying let's go from zero to a hundred like right. I'm saying let's let's do it in phases, right? And see how it goes. So anyway, that's just how I view it. But I did want to mention that another way COVID has affected my life today. I'm fat now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad because I'm literally so fat. Like Uber Eats um, is making a killing Uber, off of you. Yeah, Uber Eats it's like y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um no, literally I'm <laughs> I've gained weight. I've gained weight. I think you've noticed it because you've literally like you've grabbed my roll once. You're a good or person. Twice. You're a good person. And that's all that matters, right? <laughs> like not being fat. No, but like I've gained weight. I've definitely gained weight a lot of weight and lost a lot of muscle since all this started. So Well the gym I'm trying to get back in the gym. In your defense, you know the gyms saying? were closed for They were, the they were. And and so and I was trying to support local restaurants. So, and you supported them a lot. I support exactly. <laughs> you know, so salsa verde. Hey, sponsor us. Oh my god. Uh, so Rudy's over me. <laughs> I, I want, let's just touch on that because you fucking mentioned it. But I fucking love. If you guys have not had tacos from salsa verde, y'all have not had tacos. <laughs> I fucking love their tacos. Their tacos are so good. Their chicharron okay, verde focus, regular. Focus. Focus. No, they need to know, Rudy. <laughs> They're so good, you guys. Fucking try them. You'll thank me later. Use the avocado, the guacamole salsa. We'll put a link up on the on <sighs> oh the God. on the description of this so episode. <laughs> um, but anyway, I did want to touch on my Kosovo takeaway. Obviously, um, honestly, in a really dark, twisted way, COVID changed my life in a good way. It really did. Um, I met you, Rudy. Mm -hmm. And well, we knew I, each other before. We just we didn't did. hang out well, okay, as much. Yes, you're right, you're right, right. So I guess, let me rephrase that. I, I got in touch with you again, and we hung out, and I love you, man. <laughs> I love you so much. You are definitely someone that has affected my life in such a positive way. And because of you, I've been able to do so many things that I didn't think I would ever do for myself. And... um I'm grateful for it. I'm I'm grateful for you. You've taught me a lot about myself, and um, we have Kosovo to thank as well. Yeah. You know, we've been able to do so many awesome things, and people listen to us. That's crazy. 
Like, who the fuck listens to us? <laughs> like, who takes their time to just out of their day to listen to what we have to say? To me, that's crazy. But I'm so grateful that I get to do it with you. So thank you for yeah, for being a part of that. And I just... Even though you told me no at first when I asked you to start a podcast. No, well, be more good. interesting. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, I love you. And I'm so thankful and grateful for for who you are and what you've contributed to the show which is slim to none but you're here <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> no but um yeah it's it's you know if i've definitely opened up myself up in a way that i didn't think i ever would and i feel more alive today than i think i've ever felt before so that's my cosa what takeaway yeah what about you for me um honestly um it's a little opposite. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, not, not that part, no. Wow. <laughs> I'm grateful for the show. I'm grateful for, like, uh, hanging out with you and doing uh-huh. this, like, whole podcast journey with you and everything. But, like, COVID really made me appreciate my time do here. You, with- do you love me? Yeah, I love you too, brother. So, for me, it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, COVID really uh, made me appreciate my time here with my parents and my family. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas before I was constantly traveling and I couldn't stay home here in Dallas for less than a week or two, I was just so ready to leave. I wanted to Pick book a flight to, yeah, just go somewhere. Autopilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I know I'm going to miss my home once I start traveling for work again, which is going to happen here in a couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. I know that the year I spent here at home was definitely, I definitely made up for lost time with my parents and my family. And um, that's, you know. I love that for you. Yeah, that, this, this, year, this year was something that... It forced me to be home. It forced me yeah. to, to like calm down. Yeah, Fucking calm down. <laughs> and um, I love that. This yeah. is a time that you know that I will never be able to uh, recreate again. Mm-hmm. Like when when is another global pandemic going to happen? Hopefully not, not in our not lifetime. in our lifetime. Yeah, again, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> one thing. One story I do want to say real quick. Yeah. I remember my birthday was in May, May 13th. It's coming up again. May 13th. But May 13th. Yes. And um, I remember You're gonna be traveling. nothing. W- huh? You're going to be traveling. Yeah, I, w- I am. But I was here this last year and nothing was open yet. We were still full lockdown. You could not have more than 12 people. And the cops, honestly, honest to God, the cops were literally passing up and down the street in the yeah. neighborhoods, making sure there was no more than so many people in your house. Right. So when I had the small dinner, small little cookout, whatever. I feel like I was fucking breaking the law. I'm a fucking badass. I have I have 11 people in my house as opposed uh, to 10. I don't know if necessarily you want to be proud of that. Yeah, I know. But I mean... Maybe let's like erase that part well, from that, the podcast. That, that 11th person was asleep though. So, <laughs> I mean... You're dead. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're right. like always asleep during, during but, parties. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, going back. Uh, my questionable takeaway was, yeah, like I appreciate the fact that this year made me kind of, you know, slow down, spend time with my family, my loved ones, and mm-hmm. just kind of appreciate all that because mm-hmm. I'm I mean, you never know when you're going to have time to, you know, tell the... Have this time again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because of your, your career. Mm-hmm. And you love your parents so much. And it's a, it's a great thing. And I've learned to... They're like my family, dude. Like, I literally... I love your parents. I mean, uh, they're so good to me. They, you know, are, they accept me as, as just literally another family member. And I love that. And I, and I love the way... What does my, my grandma call you? The Wetico. The Wetico, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I've never had a grandma I'm before, Christmas. so I don't know what grandma loved me. I remember Christmas, you came by and like, yeah. oh, for Joel. Another one for Joel. Oh, I'm gifts like, wise? Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I only got yeah, three. Had, He's got seven. You guys, I had more gifts than Rudy during Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what that tells you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm like, grandma, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so let's wrap up this episode. I did want, we did want to mention that 
Okay, so next week, so if you're listening to this episode, it's probably the Tuesday, the Tuesday that we're in Puerto Rico, but... This, we are in Puerto Rico now, as you're listening to this as episode. As you're listening to this episode. But then the following Tuesday, which is in my calendar, according to my calendar, that following Tuesday, the 30th, you guys aren't going to have an Kosovo episode. We're taking some relaxation time. We... Uh, just because, you know, we've worked for a grueling two months. <laughs> a grueling two months. <laughs> so, we're going to be on an island vacation. Your mom's so pissed off. I know. No, but um, honestly, we're going to try to do a little video montage of our travel. Right, we're going to document so that's our a little something Puerto Rico trip. That we're going to contribute to you yeah. guys and give back. And But uh, hopefully we can work up something with that. But yeah, we won't be releasing an episode on March 30th, so you'll... If you're listening to this, it's the 23rd. March 30th, no episode. Sorry. So on March 30th, we will be catching you guys up on our Puerto Rico trip. So let's just say now, March 30th, it's going to be about our Puerto Rico trip, how it went, how fucking awesome of a time we had, and all that good stuff. So make sure you tune in to see how that goes. Yeah, so on that note, uh, be sure to check out our show on all major streaming platforms. Definitely make sure to rate and subscribe to help us out, and also follow us on social media. You can find us under the Kosovo podcast handle on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and be sure to use our hashtag Kosovo because you know what? Honestly, I don't think any of you guys have used hashtag Kosovo. Yeah, what the fuck's We mention about? all the time, and you guys, I don't think you use it because I fucking looked, and I don't see not one of you <laughs> motherfuckers look. Okay, calm anyway, down. um, keep up with to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode every Tuesday. Oh shit, like that. <laughs> Bye, you guys. See you.